You're listening to the Don's Cast, an unofficial fan podcast about the greatest Australian football team, the Essendon Bombers. My name is Jamie. And I'm Nick. And mate, we broke the duck. Uh, the Bombers came out and we held on for a four-point victory. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Uh, I'll tell you what, it, we didn't make lives easy for ourselves, but uh, we got the win, so you can't complain about that too badly. Um, but geez, uh, every time we seem to you know, skirt away a bit, they just kept dragging us back and, um, you know, we were never super comfortable in the match, but great to get away with the four points. And I've got to say, mate, we were very lucky. Um, you know, the play was going down towards uh, Adelaide as the game was about to end. And um, I guess one of the other good things about a uh, win was um, we were the youngest team in the competition this weekend, mate. And, uh with 11 players, the same as Adelaide, under 50 games. But mm. I, stati- uh, I think statistically, uh, we were about 20 games less than Adelaide per player. Yeah, well, it's a pretty big stat. I mean, last week it was Adelaide that was the youngest team there, uh, in the AFL playing. Um, this week it was us, just due to you know different circumstances. You know, with obviously when you've got guys like Stringer and all the rest of them sort of going down with injury, Langford and... Um, all the rest, uh, it brings down your age differential when you're bringing in guys like, you know, Wang and Ian and, um, and that kind of thing. So, uh, yeah, um, I guess an interesting stat, um, you know, I guess at the end of the day, it, it tells you how, um, yeah, it's towards the future. Yeah, that's where we're going to see the real development of our younger list. Um, so, Hopefully that puts us in good stead uh, for years to come once we get that age demographic up a bit, the you know, the average games played, all the rest of it. You know, we start to play as a bit more of a team unit. So, um, yeah, hopefully that only spells good things, mate. Yeah, well, um, yeah, let's go straight into the game, mate. Um, so the game started pretty, um, pretty well for us. Um, mm. We got off to a pretty fast start. We did, mate. Uh, you know, Nick Martin showed a bit of class, uh, you know, coming through the midfield to win us that first clearance and then followed up to hit Durham beautifully in the front of goal and Dazza went back and dobbed it. Yeah. And uh, I just wanted to see us start well, um, you know, because I just thought Adelaide might be a bit high on momentum after, you know, that come mm. from behind uh, win uh, against Port. Yep. Um, and I thought, yeah, it'd be nice to set the tone early. And, you know, as you say, Nick Martin, yeah. it, can you believe this guy was getting one of our last SSP spots? Yeah, he, he just shows um, such poise, um, you know, whenever he touches a footy. So, um, no, it's great to see him do well. Uh, Zerk Thatcher came in, obviously, with Stuart out due to uh, COVID protocols and that kind of thing. And, look, I'll tell you what, mate, um, you know, I, I obviously uh, doubted um, his ability and, you know, I'm happy to say I was, um, you know, no, I thought he played a, a solid game for us. And you saw it early um, where he was playing up against Tex Walker and obviously he changed opponents through the game. You know, he went to, um, you know, I think O'Brien, I think it was, and then, uh, you know, different blokes throughout the game. But I thought he started well, like he beat Tex Walker to that first contest. He just got unfortunate. The the ball bounced back straight up into his hands. And he got done in the tackle. So, um, you know, even though the free was given away there, I thought he was a bit unlucky, but he did start well. Um, and then we saw, I mean, and this 
was a bit of a, um, a feature of the game ongoing because we saw it a number of times uh, from different defenders. But, you know, Ridley clearly punched the footy out of Gallant's hands. Uh, but then Gallant, Gallant uh, took it on the um, on its way down and it was called a mark. Um, luckily, he missed. But, you know, when the, when the ball goes, you know, three metres up into the air, I'm tipping that's not just from, um, you know, a fumbled mark. Um, so I just find that kind of caught perplexing. What, what do you reckon? Well, the commentators uh, made, um, they kind of said it was poor play by Ridley not to take mm. the body as well. Yeah. So they, he kind of left that margin of error there. But um, I think, you know, I, see, I watch a lot of games, mate, over the weekend, and um, it's a pretty common thing that happens. Like you see many marks paid that obviously come from other people's hands and it's like almost discounted at times. Mm. Yeah, I'm sure, uh, you know, <laughs> Lloydie would have been licking his lips at that. He'd have thought, oh, geez, if they'd have paid like that. Um, mind you, he kicked enough goals, I suppose. But um, look, then uh, we saw Peter Wright start to get involved. Um, you know, he had a couple of grabs and with his second you know, about 50 metres out on a fair angle, you'd have to say. He kicked an absolute river of a goal. Yeah, it's uh, been a fantastic uh, part of the season um, watching Peter Wright's uh, kicking for goal. You know, we haven't had much things to celebrate, but, um, yeah, he's kicking, you know, right from you know, up to the 50 metre line. Uh, it's just a leap. Mm, absolutely. Um and then we saw, yeah, it was Lav's turn. Obviously, they were rotating down there. So Lav's turn to have a crack at uh, Taylor Walker. And I thought he, he, like his style of play, that sort of real physical body-on-body -body, uh, kind of play there um, was really good. Like he really, um, you know, went hard on Walker. So made his um, his day a bit tougher. Obviously, he got a bit of a handle on us later on, but um, I thought Lav's pressure was really good. And then we saw um, Hind, it was... I suppose this is a part of the game that we've all lamented over the journey. He kicked it to a two-on-one, but both Draper and Perkins were flat-footed and neither of them presented the footy. And they just sort of sat there and stared at each other. Are you going to go? Are you going to go? Um, yeah, you have to you know, lead for that ball. Uh, but unfortunately for us, O'Brien for the, the Crows ran in and marked it. Um, and as it uh, bobbled around in their 50, Rowe for them drew a high free kick on Draper. Uh, and he kicked there first. Yeah, um, it was that moment where they just you know, both wait for the other one to activate, basically. And, um, mm. you know, it's almost like watching a video game, mate, where the, someone hasn't picked up the controller. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because, um, yeah, it's just that like, it really stood out. And I think these are the kind of things we'll see with a young team, mate. Um, this will be all part of their learning. Uh, hello, John Walsfold. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, then we saw, yeah, soon after Draper got tunneled going for a mark. Now, don't get me wrong, I still think um, Draper did mistime his, his leap, but he absolutely got tunneled um, going for it. Um, but, They're uh, dangerous too, mate, I was mm, going to say. Like, you know, we've known Draper's done his knee before. Um, mm. Yeah, that's why the AFL has to be harder Harsher on those. Like, a, look, admittingly, there wasn't much body contact, but it was enough to take his legs out. Like, even though yeah. he was in a, you know, a real perplexing um, position, mm. um, we don't want to see our big men being rubbed out of the game through 
you know, long-term injury mm. from these kind of moments. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then we saw Guelphy, you know, he was not a free kick in the forward pocket there after a good tackle. Um, and unfortunately, when we saw those ones not get paid, uh, the Crows just went end-to-end and they delivered to Walker. But fortunately, he missed a lot on that occasion. Yeah, he was looking a little bit dangerous, Tex. As you say, Laverty likes the body up with uh, Tex, which is great. But the thing with um, Tex Walker is he can kick goals pretty easily from mm. anywhere within 60 metres. So that makes him really dangerous. Um, and one thing I noticed with Lav that is part of his game because he does put a lot of strength into it. He does go to ground at times. Um, mm. yep. And Tex was loving that. Yeah, he was, mate. And, uh, yeah, as we saw soon after, Tex Walker didn't miss a second opportunity uh, and he kicked the goal to put him in front. Um, and then we took, saw uh, Waterman uh, take a nice strong mark just inside 50, right on the boundary, and he kicked it beautifully, mate. That was a ripper kick. Um, yeah, he, he really gets elevation in his kicks too, mate. I, you know, they don't uh, just fizzle up in the air, they, they really sky arch, you know, like they go really um, long and, and and obviously high as well. So he, he got both right in that um, on that occasion. Yeah, he did, mate. It's good to see him kick that goal. Um, and then we saw Nick Martin again show another bit of class uh, to release Shield for a shot at goal, but that was no good. Um, and we saw Caldwell and Shield link up uh, to live to right in the pocket. Uh, but he hit the post, so we're getting plenty of looks, mate, um, but um, not always capitalising. Uh, and then we saw McGrath down back fly for a mark, um, and I thought it was a really important part of the game because if he didn't go, um, Adelaide were out. Um, so had to go, and he did, uh, and he got the free. Um, but, yeah, I just wanted to point that bit of play out because we had we have questioned him um, you know, in previous weeks. Um, yeah, about his willingness to show a bit of leadership out of the ground, and I thought that was a really important moment. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and to me, it hasn't been about showing leadership. It's been, yeah, he just looks out of position in the midfield. Um, and obviously now with Zach Merritt out, um, if that's his position, he's going to have to learn the craft. And, um, yeah, I thought he, he really took strides uh, yesterday. Yeah, he did. Um, and then... You know, we saw Zerk Thatcher, unfortunately, got uh, singled out against Rochelle, and Rochelle was just too quick, too nimble. Um, and he, uh, yeah, he got a goal on poor old Zerk Thatcher there. Um, yeah, as we know, he can't run out of, run out of sight on a uh, dark night. But, uh, um, yeah, he did give it a crack. Uh, and then we saw a great tackle from Perkins, um, and Martin got in the end of it and then delivered beautifully to two-metre Peter. And he uh, went back and kicked his second, mate. It was just a blind turn, mate, with, um, you know, with uh, Nick Martin. Mm. Was, you know, like shades of Leon Baker, mate. Really? <laughs> <laughs> he, um, yeah, no, nah, he was very good. But just the depth on that kick was just perfect. Mm. Such a smart player. And, you know, it's hard to believe this is his third game. Yeah. No, he's, uh, he's certainly, uh, yeah, killing it and making the most of his chance. Um, and then we saw a great bit of play where uh, Durham went for a mark. You know, he dropped it, but he got up cat-like to release Shield, who passed it to Perkins, who dubbed, dubbed a lovely goal, mate. Yeah, uh, fantastic. And and we've got a bit of reward 
you know, heading towards the end of that quarter, you know, which was pretty important. Mm. Um, we, we, I felt like we had a lot more of the play, but Adelaide were really making us pay. They seemed to be able to um, get there in the centre of the ground a bit easy, and yep. um, this provided them opportunities. And you know, before the end of the quarter, we saw Adelaide add those red time, one of those red time goals. Yeah, that's it. Show for them snagged a cheeky goal in red time, and um, yeah, as you said, like they were opening up, opening us up on the transition. Uh, and unfortunately, our you know, defensive, I suppose, team effort, like being able to defend against that transition, uh, just hasn't been able to. Uh, function all that well and uh, it, it was a bit of a trend of the game where um, Adelaide could take it from end to end at times but um, you know we ended the quarter um, up so five goals 3.33 to the Crows four goals 2.26 and um, <coughs> Adelaide had kind of settled um, so at the start of the second term um, I was hoping we'd you know, kind of re-establish ourselves as you know Getting a bit more out of our, you know, the control we'd had, or well, the perceived control we'd had in the game, mm. um, and we had that rush behind. But I mean, Adelaide were the first one to score in the second quarter. Yeah, second they were. Goal, sorry. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, we saw Rochelle, um, you know, kick his second, but the. With an easy um, getting the goals, where really, uh, but that came from our guys not going for the footy. Uh, and effectively leaving it for each other um, again in the in the back line there. And, uh, yeah, we got caught ball, ball watching, uh, has to be said. Um, but I thought, you know, down back, Jake Kelly was playing a really good role. Um, you know, he's really solid down back. Uh, he goes when he needs to go and isn't afraid to take contact when he knows it's coming. And um, certainly there were a few occasions in that quarter where um, he absolutely earned his pay on the day. And then we saw, um, you know, Redmond shark a goal up forward, Jane, um, which hopefully really helps his confidence. And I think we saw that play out in the second half. Yeah, um, it was one of those ones I thought we might bugger up, you know. It seemed like we had the ball down there and might have been easier ways to get through. But a link of handballs and out to um, Redmond, who obviously did a big snap and went around nicely. Yeah, he did, mate. Uh, unfortunately... Walker got one straight back for them, uh, but Redman nearly got a second goal as he ran inside 50 and uh, went off the left, but the ball was unfortunately saved on the goal line uh, from the Crows. And then we saw Wanganin get the footy and he banged it forward um, from the uh, from the pocket. And it was marked nicely by a two-metre Peter uh, right in the goal square and he went back to kick a certain goal. Yeah, that was unbelievable, that, because... Um... He looked totally out of position from when uh, Tex Wanganin um, snapped that ball, you know, from the boundary. Mm. Um, he was like the last man running towards the goal line, and yet he's launched and taken the mark. Fantastic, bro! Absolutely. Uh, and then we saw Bro drop his knees again uh, to get another free kick for for high. And after the boys remonstrated, it was a uh, you know, fifty meter penalty and a sure goal. So. We missed um, the um, goal to Jai Caldwell, mate, up straight after the um, bounce. Oh, we did too, <laughs> mate, like that, that next Great, but to the parish and the Caldwell. Yeah, sorry about that, mate. But he, uh, yeah, we saw Caldwell run inside 50 and kick the goal. And um, that was a that was a really good bit of play um, uh, as well. That was just 
brilliant rough work from Draper. And like Draper had an absolute mare last week. We we all recognise that. But yeah, mm. uh, I just thought that really shows when you have a good ruffman, it can actually tap to advantage. Just how valuable they can be. Yeah, absolutely. That no, was a good good bit of play there. Um, <clears throat> yeah, and then after that row um, that row goal. Yep. Um, Martin then laced out two meter Peter again, uh, but after the ball spilled after the mark, it was called advantage, and we've got no idea how that was, yeah, called advantage. Um, we well, can't play on from a mark, so uh, mm. you know, so either they paid a free kick for uh, interference, or yep. it was an incorrect call of play on. Yeah, uh, I'd go with the latter, but uh, yep. unfortunately, you know, even then we did have the ball for a little bit, we uh, we coughed it up. Um, and then we saw Adelaide get the next goal through Himmelberg. Yeah. yeah and they were starting to get a bit more control, weren't they? I sure were, mate. Uh, we saw Marth, Murphy have a ping uh, for them. And, yeah, <laughs> it looked like Keys touched it. And uh, we were pretty lucky as it uh, it actually went through for a goal. But, uh, yeah, on video replay, it was shown that um, Keys touched the footy. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> Now, you always feel sorry for him because it looked for all money like it was going through for a point, but it was a bit of a leg break uh, to bounce through the big stick. So, um, I reckon so, his reaction gave it away, mate. Like they showed, yeah. um, you know, like I was at the game live but when I watched the replay. Mm. Um, yeah, you just saw his head in his hands, you know, like, um, yeah. when, so he needs to go to acting school, that guy. And um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he should have done the thing because I reckon, um, that reaction, even though they were just looking at the video, I reckon that registers with the with the arc. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And uh, yeah, I'm sure if you spoke to his teammate Roe, he'd uh, get a, a fine um, a fine lesson in acting. Um, and then we saw Martin uh, get involved again with a couple of hardball gets and some good vision. After Caldwell hit Waterman in the pocket, you know, right up against the boundary, Waterman kicked the goal right on the sign there and. Uh, it was a pretty important goal because it looked like um, Adelaide had the run of play, but uh, we ended the half nine goals six sixty to their eight goals four fifty two. And uh, just before half time, mate, um, and I didn't notice this until after the second uh, yeah, second half started. Will Snelling had been substituted out of the game mm. and replaced by Devin Smith with uh, a calf injury again, and he's just come back from a calf, mate. So. They're troublesome uh, injuries, so I expect we won't see snarling for at least four to six weeks, I reckon. That'll be one they'll really be careful of because if you have a reoccurrence of a calf, mm. you really have to do – you have to be careful of those. Yeah, well, that's the thing because, uh, you know, Carousella said after the game that they weren't sure which – or he wasn't sure which calf it was. I mean, I'm sure he'd have a pretty good idea, but um wasn't uh, giving that out of the game, but – uh, he'll definitely miss some weeks. So um, a bit unfortunate after he just came back and you know, you'd, you'd hope we didn't just rush him back. Uh, but uh, anyway, that's it's water, uh, water uh, going under the bridge now. Uh, but starting off that third quarter, again, we saw uh, you know Martin make a beautiful pass to Guelphy in the middle of the ground. Uh, but Guelphy's entry was sloppy. Um, uh, so then... Martin decided to go himself, you know, in the next play uh, to the forward line and he kicked an absolute ripper. Yeah, fantastic goal. And uh, again, that first goal of the 
second, uh, sorry, the second half was really important and of setting up, but then those bloody pesky throws kept coming back. They did, mate. Um, you know, uh, Keys, like Keys, um, yeah, he really killed us on the night. He, he torched us all the time. Um, but, you know, that really, for me, came from our missed opportunities. I mean, just before that, we saw two-meter Peter take a really good diving mark um, on that forward flank. And, you know, he kicked it to uh, uh, over the other side to switch up the play and Ham got the footy. And then he did this funny old kick. It only went about five metres, I reckon, uh, to McGrath. Um, and then McGrath, like somehow it was called a mark, but McGrath sort of handled it to himself um, and we just stuffed it up. And, you know, that's where the, the ball just um, got ripped out of our hands and, um, you know, Keyes took, made the most of his opportunity uh, up the other end. So um, just a really sloppy bit of play. Um, that was, it was our own fault. Yeah, and look, there's one, I think McGrath knew that it hadn't gone, you know, 15 metres. But mm-hmm. secondly, um, he, like, McGrath's got to be smarter there. He, like, he should have just wheeled around and had a ping a goal off. Um, he, he did nothing and it just turns over the ball a real dangerous spot in the ground. Yeah, so I think some poor decision-making there. But um, then we saw uh, Phillips take a big grab on Frampton. Uh, right on 50. But after Frampton remonstrated with the umpire, we got 50 metres and uh, Phillips kicked a, kicked a goal for us, mate. Yeah, uh, I thought Andy was pretty good on the night too. He, um, well, I, should, I keep saying night, mate. The game was played at 10 past one. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> it's just that appearance at Marvel. But, I mean, um, yeah, he, he's been uh, you know, deserving of holding his spot again. Um, him and Draper have been working well. Um, and it's nice to see him get a reward on the scoreboard. Certainly did, mate. And then um, yeah, we saw Guelphie, um, you know, he ran, in, he ran inside 50 and I think he got caught in two mines there, um, you know, because the defender was running at him. So he thought, oh, he'd, he'd try to pop it over the top and Phillips the mark, but, uh, you know, the ball just went a bit deep there. But, um, you know, I think, you know, in... Uh, future instances, he should have just had a ping, and we certainly saw later on uh, he did exactly that to uh, um, uh, to success. Um, and you know, having missed that opportunity for goal, uh, Adelaide went end to end again, and Walker released McHenry, who strolled in for an easy goal. Yeah, and this is probably Adelaide's most dominant period uh, coming up. You know, after that goal from McHenry. Mm. Um, Rochelle, who had been causing us a bit of problems with his speed, and um, he's a smart player, mate, for a first-year player. Certainly is, mate. Um, yeah, very, very clever player. Um, so, uh, you know, he, he kicked another goal for them. Uh, and then soon after, Tex Walker drilled one from right on 50. Um, and you, you have to say, like, the, the depth on his kicking um, like, can be... Really worrying. I mean, he only looked like he sort of chipped that and it went went straight through. Uh, and his field kicking on the night was quite good. And he um, yeah, he hurt us quite a bit um, with his use of that. Um, but then we saw Waterman have a couple of shots on goal. One fell short and the other offline. Perkins um, you know, missed, missed one soon after. So we did have opportunities to, you know, I suppose, hold up um, yeah, the momentum of the Crows. But... Uh, 
You know, finally, as we kept peppering inside 50, Guelphie picked up the footy just outside, ran inside 50, and then dobbed it. So, great goal there. Yeah, huge. And we added another couple behinds, mate, before the end of the uh, third term. Mm. But, um, again, it was the Crows going forward, um, having kind of saved by the bell a bit. But, um, yeah, that, to the end of the third quarter, mate, we kicked one goal five. You know, your last scoring shot. So, um, you know, something that you uh, always makes you nervous when you miss so many opportunities. You think, oh, if we missed our chance to, you know, really take a good lead into the into that last term. Mm. Um, and, like, none of them are real gimmies, but, I mean, like, I'd love to see us a bit more accurate around goal. Yeah, mate. I mean, yeah, because it was Dev Smith having a ping, Martin having a shot. Um, fortunately, though, as you sort of mentioned earlier, Draper started to become a bit of a presence. Um, you know, he was taking some big marks there, um, which was good. And, uh, and then we were pretty um, lucky at the death. I think we finally learned from past mistakes. Um, you know, Adelaide were uh, streaming towards their goal, uh, but as the ball was launched towards goal and the siren went, Zerk Thatcher ran pretty hard to make sure that footy didn't go through even for a point, and I thought it was a good effort because, uh, yeah, certainly scores were tight. Um, and that uh, third quarter there, uh, we finished up 12 goals, 11.83 to their 12 goals, 6.78. So you think, you know, even if uh, that went through for a point, um, you know, pretty handy point for them, particularly as you, um, you know, you look into that fourth quarter uh, with the swings and roundabouts of the... Um, yeah, the, who took the lead when and all the rest of it. So I thought that was a good effort from um, Zerk Thatcher. Um, and uh, yeah, in that quarter, you know, Redmond was showing much better confidence. You know, he took a nice mark on the wing before passing to Lab, who hit uh, two metre Peter up uh, in the forward line with a nice strong grab. Uh, unfortunately, missed the shot. Um, you know, Durham missed the shot on 52 uh, on a fair angle, it has to be said. And unfortunately, it's those missed opportunities uh, that you rue where um, Himmelberg you know, kicked one straight through for them up the other end and there was only one point in it. Yeah, some nervous times. Uh, you hope our young side um, could kind of uh, get generate some enthusiasm and um, the crowd was certainly doing their part. Um, we were giving it to the umps too, mate, because um, <laughs> I'll tell you that Elaney... Um, Definitely not an Essendon member. I know that much. Uh, you know, it just seemed like she was torching us. And uh, I'm sure they don't. But, I mean, when you're a fan in the stand, mate, it, it drives you crazy, some of the missed ones that you miss out on and the ones paid to them. And, mm. um, and after that goal, it just had that kind of impression. You know, had we missed our chances, we'd kick one goal seven, you know, from the start of the third into the last. Mm. Um, but uh, it was uh, a really good piece of play to see Dev Smith get a goal. Um, and he gave a little bit of a trough after he uh, kicked that goal, mate. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was, it was a great bit of play. I mean, Ridley, um, you know, really got involved with some great vision uh, in the middle there. You know, he um, made a handball and then released um, Hind on the second get, uh, who kicked inside 50, and Dev Smith ran onto it to, uh, you know, kick an important goal and, as you say, brought a bit of enthusiasm to the side. Um, 
But Adelaide kept coming, though, with a few entries. Uh, fortunately, though, their shots were offline. And then we had a chance to open them up the other way. Uh, but instead of choosing an open entry up the ground, Ham slowed the play right down and we lost our advantage. And I just thought, like, that was a, a really bad bit of play there. You know, he's got to pull the trigger. I, I've never booed a player who plays for Essendon that I can recall. Like, I, yeah, you can be disappointed. But that play where he just held up was so evident that we were had numbers running forward. And mm. if he had a release, Perkins would have ran into that ball. Yeah. Um, Oh, it just infuriates you because, you know, the game's tight. You just need the right decision makers. And, uh, yeah, that was really poor. And then he, his kick lacked depth, so it was picked off by the Crows. But, yeah. fortunately, um, the same result happened if he had have kicked it forward because uh, Archie Perkins did get a beautiful goal. Yeah, and it has to be said, James, like that was, um, you know, due to Dev Smith, I reckon. Like he, he had the footy, ran in, drew the defender, and then released Perkins with that handball. And, um, you know, without drawing that defender, he wouldn't have had that bit of extra time. Uh, so Perkins was able to run in and launch that goal from about 50 metres out to put his 10 points up with eight minutes to go. So a, a really good bit of play there. Um, but as you mentioned earlier, Jane, like the whistles got put away for us. And uh, it seemed in that quarter, you know, Wanganine was cannon into the back, um, but nothing was paid there. Like they... I don't know how you could miss that one because um, it was a that was a free for all money. And then uh, yeah, we saw uh, Tech Walker. Um, you know, he, he marked the footy, but it was his second grab, and that second grab was over the boundary line, Jane. Um, yeah, but that was paid a mark to them. Um, and then we saw uh, Murphy for them uh, drop the ball in a Redmond tackle, but that was called play on. Um, and it's those those missed ones that, as you say, makes you pretty frustrated as a fan. Uh, because soon after, Tex Walker for them kicked a goal, and they were within four points. And um, yeah, <laughs> you could hear the the crowd about to erupt, mate. Uh, it was uh, worrying times because, uh, uh, as I said, when when the umpiring decisions don't go your way, and the other teams uh, getting that momentum. Yeah, you almost felt helpless. Yeah, you're just waiting for them to overrun you. But um, uh, we then uh, had the, the ball thrown in in our forward pocket, mate. Or, and uh, Sam Draper outsmarted his uh, um, rough colleague and had a big snap at goal, mate, and uh, did the old grab the Essendon jumper, mate, and <laughs> show the crowd. And, um, gee, you love his enthusiasm, Sam Draper, at times. Yeah, you do, mate. It was a um, it was a great bit of play. I mean, sort of reminiscent, um, you know, of a couple of weeks ago where uh, McInerney did the same thing against him. Um, so it was good he was able to, uh, you know, take it out of that um, contest there and uh, snap the ball through and, uh, you know, uh, shark a big goal. Um, but, um, you know, the, the thing I found really, um, I suppose, impressive with this game, which is, been missing from others is um, the boys didn't drop their heads at any stage. They kept at it. Um, you know, even that run of, of play where we weren't getting any, any um, I suppose, reward from our effort from the umpires. You know, we saw Parrish and Redmond uh, really pressuring um, on the wing there and finally nailed a tackle to win the free for us. Like that one was undeniable. You couldn't 
not call that. So I thought that was good. Uh, but unfortunately, after Draper's goal, uh, Gallant kicked one back for them. Um, you know, with just over two minutes to go. Um, and, you know, just before, like, as part of that contest, Ridley went off um, because, uh, yeah, it looked like Kelly sort of accidentally cannon into him. Um, but he was, uh, you know, checked out after the game and given the all clear. It looked like he was just winded. Um, so pretty lucky there. Um, and again, we saw a, uh, a big tackle, this time from Perkins, um, that wasn't paid. Um, and the ball was delivered to Tex Walker, but his kick was short. Um, they scrambled on, um, and Henry had a shot for goal, but he missed a lot, fortunately. Um, and that was the last, uh, you know, scoring shot of the game. Um, so you think how different it could have been, but, you know, at the end of the day, we won the game by four points, James. So 15 goals, 13 to their 15 goals, 9.99. Yeah, that mark from Redmond at the end of the game, mate, just um, the, you know, mm. really important. Um, and then, uh, obviously, we did some uh, chipping sideways, mate, and the ball ended up with Jake Kelly. Um, yeah, I've seen some criticism of, you know, good sides so don't, give the opposition a chance for a fumble or anything like that. They should just go back and take their time. But the players were pretty open, I thought. So I thought they had every right to the chip. But um, as you say, when we when the game finished, I felt um, more relief than joy, if you know what I mean. Like it's just, yeah. It was one of those ones that you're just happy to bank. Um, break that duck, as I say. And, um, yeah, we've got a big game next week against Freer. Certainly do, mate. Um, yeah, as you say, like a lot of relief after that game. Or I tell you what, mate. I reckon uh, you know when I pay my health insurance, the the uh, insurers say, okay, what footy team do you go for? And you say Essendon, and they go, all right, well, uh, you know, premium up. <laughs> <laughs> your premium goes up for any heart issues. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think so. Um, yeah, look, we got away with one there. Um, realistically, if we were cleaner with the footy, um, you know, more accurate in front of goal, uh, we could have made a bit more sure of it a lot earlier in the game. But, uh, you know, I guess as a as a young side, we're still developing that. But, uh, look, any time you walk away with the four points, uh, I suppose you you take the win and you, and you run with it. Yeah, right. oh, well, let's have a break, mate. We'll come back with our Don's Cast Metal Bones. They're made now. It's time for our Don's Cast Metal Votes. And the first time we're doing this after a win. So let's hope it's harder to find a vote. And take this. I'll tell you what, mate, it, it certainly was harder. I mean, there was uh, there were some very, um, uh, you know, worthy guys in this game that you, you could have easily given votes to. Um, so a lot of apologies will go out tonight. But um, uh, in terms of the, the votes, um, uh, one guy I had to give a vote to, I thought was Matt Guelphy. I thought he'd done all the hard stuff. Um, you know, when he's used to the footy, like he was one that did look dangerous um, going inside 50. Um, yeah, had a goal assist and kicked a goal himself. Um, uh, 
had a third shot, but uh, unfortunately missed that one. Um, but it was just his his pressure, um, you know, around the footy, around the ground. I thought it was, um, you know, really important. You know, he had uh, 20 pressure acts um, for the game, James. So I thought that was um, a pretty good effort. And his smother in that fourth quarter there where Adelaide looked for all money to be, um, you know, heading towards goal, I thought was super important. Um, so his hardness and, and willingness to go at the, the contest um, was was uh, outstanding. So I thought I had to give him one vote. Uh, two votes, I went to Nick Martin. Um, I thought he was, uh, yeah, really clever all game. Like his poise and um, polish with ball in hand is uh, a thing to behold. And the thing that um, he showed in this game, which um, I hadn't observed, uh, you know, all that much previously, albeit only the, the two two games previously, um, was his willingness to win the hard footy. Um, I thought he was really impressive. I mean, he um, not only kicked a goal himself, um, had the two goal assists, um, but it was the way he, um, you know, he collected possession. So 22 disposals, um, you know, took a couple of marks, uh, three clearances. So showed he's uh, willing to do the hard stuff. Um, but uh, six contested possessions overall, I thought was really good uh, with eight score involvements. So uh, I think he's... Uh, yeah, really shaping to be an important player for us. And and just the way he, um, you know, those times he, he kicked to two-metre Peter um, yeah, in the forward line there, like he couldn't have asked for a better kick. Uh, so I thought it was uh, fantastic from him. So I had to give him a couple of votes. Three votes, I went for Peter Wright. Uh, I think particularly early in the game, that first half, uh, he was really important for us. Um, yeah, showed a bit of a focal point. Uh, obviously, he kicked his three goals in that first half and um, you know, didn't kick any in the second, but I still thought he provided a, a real presence for us. And, um, yeah, we said at the start of the season, Jane, if you're getting two vote, uh, two goals or so out of Peter Wright every game, like you, if that's a pretty good uh, pretty good return. Um, and I thought, like, the way he presented all night, you know, he took nine marks, Jane. Um, you know, had the 10 disposals all up and 10 kicks to pretty good effect, like, Kicked three goals to himself, um, but also like, he crashed packs when he needed to. Um, he had the eight score involvements um, and actually won five contested possessions. So, um, yeah, I thought he was really important for us. So um, three votes to Peter Wright. Uh, the four votes, I went to uh, Nick Hind. I thought he was uh, like it was a much better return to form uh, from him for this game. Like, obviously, his effort's been there in the, in the previous uh, few games, but I thought uh, this game, he, he really um, stood up. Uh, you know, it wasn't just a, a, you know, a man of possessions. Uh, yeah, he had the 24 disposals, but um, he kicked that kicked the footy on 20, uh, 20 occasions, and he's using the ball to really good effect and actually had 624 metres gained um, and had a goal assist to his name as well. But... I thought, uh, yeah, he could have realistically had a few more had we kicked straight um, when we were in front of goal because he uh, he delivered the footy beautifully uh, to a number of players, you know, released blokes in better positions. Um, but, I mean, defensively, uh, you know, had the five intercept disposals um, and uh, six contested possessions. So he, he worked really hard, um, used the footy at 83% disposal efficiency, um, but also, you know, was attacking as well, like had four inside 50s for us. So... I thought he played a really important role for us. Um, but the 
the five votes for myself, James, I couldn't go past Darcy Parrish. Um, yeah, he was he was a machine all game. Um, uh, yeah, didn't stop. Uh, you know, trying and trying to influence the um, uh, the outcome, and I thought, you know, particularly in the middle there, like winning the ball at the coal face, it was really important. So he had the thirty eight disposals, um, James. The majority of those handballs, so twenty four handballs, but he was winning it right in the centre there. And you look at his uh, clearance numbers; he had eight clearances. So um, he was getting the ball and then dishing it out to, yeah, I suppose guys running through, um, which I thought was really important, but. Um, you know, I, I just think his, um, I suppose, willingness to push himself from contest to contest is really important. Um, only had the three tackles, uh, I suppose, listed to his name, but you definitely saw him, um, you know, chasing and harassing. Like he had 30 uh, pressure acts throughout the game, Jane, um, which I thought was just, uh, just outstanding. Um, and to, you know, back that up with, uh, yeah, six score involvements, 17 contested possessions overall was just uh, fantastic for mine. So a, a great game from Darcy Parrish. How about yourself, James? How'd you read it? Yeah, well, yep. Darcy Parrish, I thought, was clearly our best player. And a lot of his work, mate, it's just like he had a lot more handballs than kicks. I think he had 24 handballs and 14 kicks. But his link-up play with his hands is so good and um, so damaging. You know, um, so yeah, I, I thought he was, you know, clearly our best player. Uh, the four votes actually gave to Mason Redmond, mate. I really liked his game. It was a real return to form. He'd uh, really struggled with confidence. Even last week, we said he he looked off, you know, he looked, you know, like his uh, 2020 season, mate, where he was all ill at sea a bit. Um, it was great to see him rebound and. I really liked his game and obviously that match-saving uh, mark in the last uh, term, mate. Mm. Um, three votes to Nick Hind again. Though, yeah, you said it went really well, mate. He, he ran hard. It, uh, you know, his field kicking can be off at times, but um, yeah, yeah, I just thought he breaks open. He broke open Adelaide on a number of occasions, and um, yeah, I thought he was a really valuable contributor to us. Um, the two votes, mate, I actually have given to Jai Caldwell. I actually uh, thought he did a lot of work um, that might have been unnoticed. Uh, you know, he he really crashes in. Um, he's not, you know, he kicked that nice goal, mate, after um, that link-up play from after Draper Ruck contest. Mm. But he works bloody hard, mate. And, uh, yeah, I, I thought he was, you know, I wanted to give him a, a bit of reward. And, um, yeah, one vote to Matt Welty, mate. Again, for all the reasons you said, his endeavour and efforts were you know, unbelievable uh, on the night. And uh, Blake Carousel said he's in career best form uh, and he seems to have found his spot on that half-forward line as a hard-working half-forward. So, um, yeah, pretty good praise from the standing coach. Yeah, it certainly is, mate. Um, no, I think... Um... You know, as I said, there's plenty of apologies from, uh, you know, from this one because, yeah, like, take your point, you know, Redmond was important in that second half there. Um, I could have easily given him votes. Uh, Caldwell as well, done well. And I think, again, that's the difference between being at the game live and watching on telly. You don't always notice those things on the telly. Um, so, yeah, I wish I was in, in Melbourne to be able to watch these games, mate, but uh, it's good we've got yourself on the... Um, 
uh, in the ground there to give it the first hand view. Um, but if we tally up the votes, Jane, uh, I'll go from the bottom again. So um, with one vote, we've got Andy McGrath. Um, two votes, Sam Durham. On three, we've got Tommy Cutler. On four votes each, we've got Ridley, Caldwell, and Redman. Five votes, we've got Jake Kelly. On six, we've got Matt Guelphy. On seven, we have Hind. Eight, Perkins. Ten votes, Zach Merritt. Twelve votes, Dylan Scheel. On 13 votes, Nick Martin. On 17, Peter Wright. And out in front is Darcy Parrish with 24 Don's Cast Middle votes. Yeah, it's uh, her dance is starting to kick into gear now, isn't it? Um, mm. But uh, yeah, a real good spread of votes, I think. So let's hope that, um, you know, and I like, I really want to apologize to Andy McGrath because I, I, you know, I really um, fought hard to um, give him a vote, but a couple of clangers that really sprung to mind um, probably um, you know, was the reason why I didn't end up going with Andy, but he did have a much improved game. Um, mm. But we can discuss that in our next segment, mate, by the numbers. So let's have another break. Let's get on to that. I'll listen to John's cast again, and we're now going by the numbers. And mate, the best place to start is number one, Andy McGrath. Yeah, absolutely. Um, as you mentioned earlier, Jane, a much improved performance from Andy McGrath. Um, yeah, certainly uh, he uh, yeah showed the defensive efforts again. Um, actually cracked in with uh, seven tackles and four clearances. Um, he has been racking up those those clearance numbers, but I thought. Um, his, his intent to uh, yeah, really um, sort of hold up the, the Crows and be able to surge forward and um, uh, you know, and get into attacking positions was really good. Um, had a goal assist as well, so he uh, absolutely tried to get involved um, you know, with our forward thrust as well. Um, yeah, again, I, I thought his um, willingness to, I suppose, go for those contests where like he really had to uh, sort of stand up uh, was good. Again, his ball use wasn't um, as impressive as uh, as one might like. I mean, his efficiency at the end of the day looks pretty good at 88%, but you definitely um, you remember a couple of clangers in there. Um, he actually had the um, uh, three clangers he sort of listed on at the moment, but um, some of those were, were pretty big uh, and do hurt you in big moments of the game. But um yeah, certainly to have uh, racked up 10 contested possessions, uh, four inside 50s um, and three score involvements was a, a pretty good effort. Um, so hopefully he'll continue to uh, improve. Yeah, a, yeah, a good game by Andy and um, yeah, he's going to be needed in um, Zach Merritt's um, absence to you know continue on these efforts. And, um, and I'm sure we'll start to see... The reason why he was the number one draft pick many years ago, mate. Um, Sam Draper, uh, much improved effort from last week. He really, as I said, had that mare against Melbourne, um, where he just was, you know, didn't do much at all. Um, but yeah, he got a, a lot more of the footy, mate. He had 18, uh, sorry, um, 
He had uh, quite a bit of the footy. You might be able to help me there, mate. Uh, 11, yeah, he had 11 disposals in the end. Yeah, well, he kicked that important goal in the last quarter, mate, which ended up being basically the winning goal. So, mm. um, yeah, you know, and some of his tap hit outs were really good. So, um, yeah, good game by Sam. Yeah, I think, um, you know, after his last uh, couple of weeks, which have, uh, you know, not the greatest, you'd have to say. Uh, yeah, he really kicks into gear. And I think he's really benefiting from that tandem work with Phillips. Uh, you know, Phillips is, uh, yeah, a really solid uh, ruckman and uh, just thrives on effort. And I think, um, you know, Draper's really feeding off that, which is good. Um, yeah, I thought that first half, he was still pretty quiet, uh, but really started to lift in that third quarter, particularly. You know, he took those three marks there, which were really important. Uh, and that's that side of his game that, we really want to challenge him to uh, keep improving on because it was quite, um, yeah, at that point of the game, it was quite influential. Um, had the four clearances, which is good. Um, uh, yeah, kicking that goal was um, super important. Um, but of, like at the end of the day, he had seven contested possessions, um, which is pretty bloody good uh, with five score involvements. Um, so uh, nah, a much improved game from Sam Draper. Uh, Darcy Parrish, not much more to add, mate. He had such a good game. So, yep. uh, nothing. if you've got nothing further to add, let's ah, move on. Gun. Uh, gun, yep. <laughs> that, that sums it up nicely. <laughs> <laughs> um, Devin Smith, he got his opportunity, mate. He'd been on the um, – uh, he, he had to sit the whole game last week as a medical sub, and mm. this time he got half a game. And I thought – you know, in that second half, especially um, yeah, when he actually got an opportunity, um, he was quite influential. Yeah, he was, mate. Um, and I guess, yeah, most of us thought this might be the case, like having to sit on the pine and, and watch from the sidelines would have really burned it, Dev. And um, you can definitely see he came out with greater intent uh, when he did get his opportunity in that second half there. Yeah, in a half of footy, you racked up 12 disposals, four tackles, Um yeah, which is uh, pretty bloody good. Kicked a goal, uh, had two goal assists, um, and, uh, yeah, it was really uh, – showed a bit of clever play. Like, there was that play I talked about earlier where he drew a defender to then release Perkins. Um, actually, had the five score involvements in the end uh, with two tackles inside 50, and they're, they're really important numbers, numbers to sort of look for. Um, but actually, really cracked in, had eight contested possessions, which I thought was uh, – yeah, pretty bloody good. So I thought it was a really good return uh, to form for Dev Smith. The next challenge is can he do that over a whole match um, and can he keep up that intensity? Um, because, yeah, when he can, and we certainly saw it this game, he can be a very important player for us. Yeah, uh, Jai Caldwell uh, said I gave you votes, mate, and I think you recognised he, he had a pretty good game. And, mm. um, you know, uh, he's coming back from a lot of injury last year. So uh, it was good to see him get his first win as a bomber. It was, mate. Um, no, nah, it was it was great to see. And I think, like, the thing that really impresses me about Jacob, I'm like, yes, he's got that injury history, but he doesn't take short steps. Um, he cracks into every single contest um, really hard. So, um, yeah, it would be it'd be easy to imagine, you know, you'd have a bit of doubt in your body and that kind of thing, but um, he cracks in just as hard as anyone else and even harder, you'd have to say. Um, yeah, to have three clearances, uh, but also the, the, have the willingness to run and spread like he did. I thought he kept presenting 
all game. And I think that was rewarded with um, you know, guys kicking to him. And um, certainly when he ran into the ran into 50 to kick that goal, um, it was absolutely uh brilliant and actually had two goal assists himself. So got us into attacking positions, had the six score involvements in the end, uh, three intercept possessions and uh, nine contested positions. Um, I thought uh yeah, it really showed that he's a he's a hard-nosed uh, midfielder and uh certainly love to see him out of the park. Dylan Chill, I thought he was pretty good too, mate. Uh, mm. you know, he wasn't a standout, um, but he certainly had some moments and um yeah, I, I think we're seeing pretty good output from Jill and yep. you know, it had the 21 disposals, 12 kicks, uh nine handballs four marks and three tackles. So, again, he's working harder on that defensive side, which uh, used to be a little bit of a bugbear of mine, mate, where I watch him run fast when we had the ball, but not as fast defensively. I think he's really changed his mindset. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, the thing I really liked uh, from from his game was uh, the link-up play he had. You know, he he put on a burst of speed to provide an outlet, grab the handball and then release someone in a better position. Um, we did see a couple of times where it almost looked like he, um, uh, you know, his feet were going too fast for his mind or the other way around. Um, and he didn't always come off for us, but I thought his intent to uh, put us in a better attacking position was um, was really good. Um, had the six clearances, um, uh, which is not a bad effort, uh, but two goal assists, uh, nearly kicked a goal himself, but, uh, but missed that one. Um, and... Uh, yeah, to have four in score, four score involvements um, and six inside fifties, I think shows that uh, you know his his uh, ability to uh, I suppose burst out of that that midfield and get us going forward uh, can be really important for us. Um, again, you know, I I still think um, you know, that injury from last year is probably still lingering over him, um, so he's not hundred percent, but. Um, what we're getting in terms of output is uh, really important. So I thought he had a good game. Yeah. Will Snelling uh, finally got back and he's wearing his new number, right? Number 11. Mm. Um, but unfortunately, he hasn't really given him much luck at the moment because uh, returning from a calf injury by half time, he had a calf injury again and um, just the five disposals. But even though he only had the five disposals, mate, seeing the game live, uh, just his quick hands and um, there's a couple of forays. He, yeah, you really have to, yeah, microscope him to see it. But um, yeah, he's got such short hands and a really good decision maker. Yeah, he is, mate. And he does the hard stuff well. Like he he gets in there and um, you know does the dirty work. And yeah, in that limited time we had from him on the ground, like he had three tackles already. And yeah, we'd seen him last year rack up you know pretty high tackle numbers. Uh, and that's the thing we really miss. Um, miss from him, so it's, yeah, it is a shame that we we're going to miss him for uh, for another couple of weeks at least. So hopefully, um, yeah, recovers well and gets back soon because um, yeah, I think he showed out on the park, you know, what we love uh, love about him. So um, yeah, certainly we'll be sorely missed again. Jordan Ridley, um, yeah, went down with injury in the last term, mate. Uh, very uh, a bit of a clash between uh, I think it was Kelly and yeah. was it Gallant or um, yeah I think so yeah yeah so um, yeah fearless um, as yeah you know, slight as he is he uh, he doesn't mind uh, you know standing in front of a pack 
but um, hopefully it's not a concussion where he's at risk for next week. No, he was uh, it was cleared after the game uh, uh, from the good. coaches. So uh, that's good. So because uh, yeah, look, he's not having as dominant a season um, as the last couple. I think um, he's definitely still very good. But I think that back six mate are still learning to play with each other because there's a lot of times where you know you mentioned it where we both look at each other and as if to say who's going to go, um, you know, who's going to run at that defensive effort, who's not. Um, yeah. I think just a little bit more cohesion is needed. But I, I think. Uh, Rids, um, he had this uncharacteristic uh, moment, mate, where he had the ball on the halfback flank and he's just kicked it directly out of bounds on the ball. And mm. you know, he's not renowned for that. So, um, yeah, I, I think his field kicking still very good, but I, I still, it's not where it was. So, but I'm sure he's going to get back to where he is. I've got no, no doubt about that. He's actually one, Jane, where I considered um, giving him votes because I thought. Um, Again, he's, he's just um, his calm-headed nature uh, down back uh, was really important for us on a number of occasions. Like he took six marks at the end of the end of the day, James, um, with seven intercept possessions, and I thought that was really important for us. And his his ball use, as we know, is uh, yeah usually pretty reliable. Um, yeah, went at eighty-three percent, um, which I thought was pretty good. Had the four contested possessions. Um, uh, but again, it was just his, his calm head, you know, when uh, yeah, Adelaide were surging forward time and time again and he was able to thwart a couple of entries I thought was uh, really important for us. So I thought, um, you know, while he's had a slower start to the season, uh, I thought it was a uh, yeah, much better uh, performance in terms of output for Rids. So, um, yeah, I'll be backing him in to uh, continue on the upward trajectory. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, well, I think you're right. Uh, Jaden Laverde, uh, always... He's 100%, mate. Um, yeah, he, he must have bruises after every game because he's bashing mm-hmm. crash style. Um, as I said, he went to ground a couple of times, probably too often, where, and uh, players like Tex really like that. Um, so I think he just needs to, you know, if possible, try and, and try and defeat that. But, I mean, uh, I still think he was you know, a really valuable player um, on the day. And, you know, even though Tex got his four goals, um, uh, it wasn't done easily, and yeah, Jaden certainly made him work. He did, mate. Um, yeah, as you say, like Tex Walker didn't have it all his own way. He was certainly made to earn his possessions, and um, you know, while you know Tex Walker was damaging on a few occasions, um, yeah, we all know he can be that kind of player. But he had to like search far and wide for his possessions, and I think Jaden Laverde, um you know, made sure he knew that, um, you know, sometimes he was had to go into, you know, half back flank to, to get a possession. Um, and, uh, you know, Laverde was harassing him the whole way through. So I thought he played really well. I, I think the, the thing I really like about Laverde is we've always known he's a, he's a talented footballer um, and his ability to read the plays is really good. And he's using that to, to good effect. Like he took nine marks on the, on the night, James, um, which is a, I think it's a fantastic effort. Um uh, for a defender because, you know, he's getting those hard ones. Um, and six intercept possessions uh, was excellent. Uh, and for use, mate, can't ask for any better than 100%. That's a pretty good, pretty good return. Um, but the thing I love about Laverde, he's just been so reliable uh, since making that move down back. So, um, no, I thought another really solid game from Laverde. Archie Perkins, he didn't get a whole heap of the footy, mate, just the 10 disposals, but um, 
couple of uh, say he kicked those couple of goals and um, you know uh, he he made a, a couple of turnovers, um, especially in that first half. But uh, I just think he's got class written on him, mate, and I think he's going to be a real top line player in the years ahead. And, um, I think he's just learning his craft in the, on that half forward flank, and it won't be long before he's a, a stable in the centre, you know, in the midfield. I think. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like again, he's playing that forward pocket role, which is um, yeah, can be pretty hard. And um, he's kicked two goals, so you can't complain too much about that. He gets in dangerous positions. Um, he's showing his defensive intent. You know, made three tackles, which is great. Had three clearances. Um, which is excellent. Yeah, you know, took a couple of marks. So um, that's the point of difference he can offer uh, there, you know, when he does make that transition to the midfield. Um, but, you know, for playing that forward role, you've made, you know, four score involvements, um, uh, you know, three contested possessions. Um, um, no, he's not lighting it up in terms of, you know, uh, possessions and, um, all the rest of it, but I, I thought he played a solid role for us and he'll continue to uh, yeah, develop and grow in confidence. And, uh, yeah, I, I think he was uh, a good contributor out there. Yep. Uh, Nick Hind, we've both uh, sung his praises for this game, mate, and uh, nice to see him get his, uh, I think it was his first vote for the season, wasn't it, in the Suns? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So a great return to form from Nick Hind, and, yeah, let's hope that continues. Yep. Peter Wright, he... Um, had a good game, mate. I, you know, I said that first half he kicked the three goals and um, he's only one goal behind the Coleman at the moment, mate. But, um, yeah, like obviously Adelaide were very weary of him in the second half, um, which created opportunities for others. So, um, yeah, it's good to see Pete still flying for those marks, mate, as you said, with the, I think, nine grabs. He said. Um, That's it. Yeah, so, um, yeah, let's hope he's... Because I think he's still a confidence player in a way. So yep. let's, let's hope he carries that on into Fremo. Yeah, absolutely. He's a confidence player, mate. And you saw him strut around on occasion out there, which was great to see. Um, but yeah, to have, like after four rounds, 12 goals to your name, that's a, a pretty good return. So um, no, loving his work up there. Dyson Heppel, a bit of a return for four, mate. Um, yeah, I thought his game was much better than the Melbourne game. Mm. Um, yeah, he's still... His decision making. There was one where he he had the ball on the halfback flank and decided to kick it to Braden Ham against Brian. Yeah. Um, I, I thought that was a real um, brain fade by the skipper. Yeah. But um, like I said, his endeavour was certainly there and you know, seemed to get a lot of the footy. Um, you know, his uh, efficiency maybe not always there, but um, I think the players still really play for him. Yeah, like it was a much better um, showing from Dyson Heppel. I still don't think his, his body is 100% right, but he willed himself to, to contest over and over again. That's one thing I, I really noticed uh, from his game, and that certainly reflected in the stats. You know, he had eight intercept uh, possessions, um, which is pretty huge as a defender down there, nine contested possessions. So he's really scrapping and fighting hard for, um, for the footy. Uh, which is really good. Yes, his ball use let him down. You know, it's listed at 72%. Um, certainly didn't feel like that at times. I felt like he um, was going a bit lower than that, but he he didn't stop um, working hard all game. Like, to take seven marks, um, showed he was presenting the footy all the time. Um, uh, and with 435 metres gained, I thought it was really good. Yes, um, 
I think his decision-making for use needs to be worked on again. Um, it's certainly not at the level it was last year, but in saying that, you know, our, our run and spread around the ground from all players um, doesn't help that, you know, if you're having to kick to contests um, all the time, it's um, it makes things pretty hard um, when you're always going to a contested situation, whereas we see other teams, like they, they spread, so you've got five metres new man. That's much easier to kick to make um, and possession to take, um, you know, when, you, when you've got time and uh, the ability to sort of uh, lead someone to the ball, whereas, you know, trying to pop it on someone's head all the time, um, it's always going to be, you know, 50-50 at best. Um, so, uh, yeah, I think the team definitely needs to work on that. But as for Dyson Heppel himself, uh, I thought he had a solid game for us. Sam Durham, he always, uh, always is endeavouring to have a contest. Um, you know, he always tackles where he can and mm. um, he started us off well, mate, with that first goal. Uh, he used the ball pretty well. Um, probably, uh, you know, he, he's got this ability, mate. He's got good agility um, mm. where he'll be on the ground one minute, he'll be straight on his feet, and the opposition player will still be on the ground and he kind of mm. bursts away, um, yeah. which is really good to see. And yeah, really good game by Sam Durham. Um, yeah, he's not never going to be a 35 disposal midfielder, but um, he's not a handy wingman, I think. Yeah, he certainly is. He, he fights and scraps for it. I love the pressure he applies out there. Um, no, he wasn't as clean as he normally would be, um, you know, in games. And certainly, uh, like, while he did take the seven marks from this game, there, there were a couple he dropped, um, which you think, you know, he really needs to take. Um, but, like, he didn't stop scrapping all game. And, you know, we sort of debated, you know, between us and Jay, you know, can we play uh, Guelphie and Durham in the same side? And I think, you know, games like that, you show they absolutely complement each other's games where they're, where they're playing that real sort of, um, you know, uh, attacking and um, I suppose uh, just pressure uh, game at different ends of the ground. So I thought, um, yeah, that was that was really fantastic to see. And um, certainly, as he continues to um, you know play more games uh, for us, having returned from injury not all that long ago, uh, he'll continue to improve and hopefully get back to those levels we saw him last year because he was really important for us. So. I thought a solid game from Sammy Durham. Um, yep. So then we got uh, Mason Redmond. Um, he, um, like I gave him second best, mate. So um, yeah, a good return to form from Mason. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, as I mentioned earlier, I thought like particularly in that second half, you, you really started to lift. You know, after that goal he kicked, uh, and um, yeah, certainly. His, his effort was much improved, um, you know, to make the, the four tackles, um, you know, take five marks um, was really important. Kick, you know, kick that goal, as I said, but um, it was just the way he went about it. It was a, a lot more, um, uh, I suppose, showed a lot more intent to really go after the footy and the man, it has to be said. He laid a couple of you know, real <laughs> bruising tackles there, which is excellent to see. So, yeah, a much improved uh, performance from Mason Ribman. Player I was tempted to give votes to, mate, uh, Jake Kelly. I thought he had a great game against his old club. Um, you know, stopped a lot of their foray forward and uh, took some really important marks. Um, yeah, I think he's a valuable addition to the Bombers side. He certainly is, mate. Um, his uh, his toughness is um, yeah really great to see. Like he, 
um, he he knows he's going to take contact and he's not scared of that. Uh, and I think, um, you know, the way he stands up time and time again to that is excellent. Um, you know, he actually took eight marks during the game, Jam. Um, and, you know, he, he knows his limitations, so he'd often handball out um, or do a you know, chip kick, kick to the side you know, to someone with a, um, you know, a better kick. Um, but I thought his intent to uh, you know, really go after the player. He cuts the lines really smartly. There was a couple of instances there where the Adelaide players could have been out um, and to be waltzed into a goal, but he, he uh, sort of cut the lines to um, you know, either affect the, um, you know, the footy, like get it um, before the, um, the Crows did, um, or even at times to um, you know, almost take the, the player out of it. I think if the umpires were looking a bit closer, he could have given away a, a few... Um, free kicks, but he seems really smart in um, in those ones where, uh, you know, there's one in particular where uh, I think it was uh, McHenry maybe um, was streaming towards goal and he uh, grabbed his jumper to, um, yeah, stop his movement towards goal. But, you know, in any case, if if he'd allowed him to, to run on, he would have kicked that goal anyway. So uh, he forced the umpire to make a decision. The umpire didn't see it. Uh, therefore, we got away with it and, and no goal was kicked. So I think uh, yeah, Jake Kelly is a really smart footballer and I'm loving his work uh, down back. So another good game from him. Yeah, uh, Brendan Zerk-Thatcher uh, finally got his opportunity, mate, uh, uh, due to the injury of Jimmy Stewart. And, yeah, you know, his endeavours there... Um, yeah, a couple of times he went to ground, and as you say, he's not the quickest player, so uh, easily if there's a ball, a loose ball, um, and he hasn't got much help, he can be kind of burnt there. But uh, yeah, I thought he he uh, interrupted their play a number of times with you know good spoils, and there was one play there early in the first half, mate, where he's went up higher than Joe Cocker um, <laughs> to do a double-handed fist. Um, yeah, so. Yeah, the good old defending um, yeah, double fist. You don't see it very often these days, but uh, yeah, I think he uh, he's going to be a yeah, pretty good player to have uh, up our sleeve while Jimmy's uh, you know resting up from uh, injury. Yeah, I, I think um, look, he did have a, he did have a solid game. So um, yeah, well done to Zerk. Um, but like as I sort of said previously, he's not a he's not a world beater, and certainly. You know, when he goes up for those um, those double-fisted punches, whatever, like, yes, it it thwarts that that forward movement on that occasion, but you think it does stop our own um, ability to, you know, move the ball at our will. Like, if you can get two fists to it, I reckon you should get two hands to it and take that mark and, um, you know, potentially have us in a more attacking position. Um and I think that's the that's the difference between uh, Jimmy Stewart and Zerk Thatcher. Yeah, Jimmy Stewart will clunk those um, marks and uh, then be able to use his good ball use to um, you know, get us moving forward. Whereas Zerk Thatcher is very much a stopper. Um, and I'm not, you know, not taken away from Zerk Thatcher's game. That's that's what he does. Um, that's his game to to be a stopper. But um, you know, we we do need, um, I suppose that release from the uh, sort of back line, half back line to get us moving forward again. Whereas if you're always, um, you know, punching the ball towards a boundary or, you know, things like that, you're always giving the opposition an opportunity to have another crack at goal. Um, you know, when, you know, let's say it's a ball in 
uh, and a ruck contest, uh, for example, as opposed to you know, having the footy in your hands, uh, being able to control it that way. So, um, now a solid game from Zerk. Um, he did stop the um, their movement forward on a number of occasions. So um, good on him. Good to see him. Um, you know, take his opportunity at AFL level. Um, so uh, uh, yeah, I, I dare say he'll probably play next week as well. And uh, let's see if he uh, yeah, continues his uh, uh, his improvement there. Yeah, I think Tadna will be a good uh, matchup for him uh, if Zerk plays. Um, yeah, Braden Ham, mate. I, I, um, I think sometimes the less said the better. Um, <laughs> and it's just because uh, we're not here to give it to our players. But, um, yeah, uh, there's a bit of angst about his selection, mate. And obviously the coaches love him. They're playing him every week. But, uh, you know, it's kind of bewildering to see his output on games. Um, you know, I watched him closely yesterday, you know, live, and, you know, he, he's a hard runner. I'll, I'll give him that. But, um, yeah, I, I just mate, I, I just think he needs some development time in the VFL. And, um, yeah, I would much rather see uh, someone else get an opportunity. And um, I, I, I probably think that Cutler will return and I think uh, Ham might find himself in the VFL next week. Yep, uh, I'd agree with that assessment, James. 84% of game time, zero tackles. So, next. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Andrew Phillips, again, mate, he's, he's like a survivor, mate. You think, gee, um, yeah, he's on our list again. But, uh, yeah, he always seems to play the, that run of four or five games and, and then kind of peters out. But I, I think he's been a real good addition having the Jill Ruffman with Draper and uh, himself. Absolutely, James. Um, you know, I, I feel for Andrew Phillips in a number of ways, um, you know, throughout his whole career, you know, at Carlton, obviously he was behind Cruiser and Cruiser was obviously the, uh, you know, more talented Ruckman, um, you know, when he could get out of the park. Um, so Andrew Phillips was all playing second fiddle. And I thought even there he was, he demonstrated he's a, he's a very solid Ruckman. And he's done the same for us, you know, We've had a real um, sort of dearth of um, of good ruckman over the years, um, and you know in previous uh, days, mate, like he he'd almost be our number one ruckman. But now we're developing, um, you know, Draper. Obviously, we've got uh, Brian in the wings as well. Um, yeah, personally, when I see the output of Phillips, I, I really like him. You, you know what you're going to get every single game, and I think um, yeah, he showed that again. Uh, yeah, had the 26 hitouts, which is a uh, pretty buddy good for a ruckman. Um, yeah, kicked that goal. Um, yeah, took a couple of grabs, um, but also laid three tackles. Show he's a he's he he's a real heart and an effort player, uh, Andrew Phillips, um, and also had seven contested possessions. Uh, so he's not scared of the hard stuff. So I thought he had a really solid game for us, and I think uh, yeah, he's. Um, yeah, playing very well in tandem with with Draper. So um, yeah, let's hope he maintains his spot. Yeah, uh, we've both sung the praises of Matt Grolfi and his efforts. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, great game by him. Yep, good game, Guelph, and uh, keep up, mate. And Nick Martin, mate, he's uh, been a, a real, uh, real good addition to the Bombers. Uh, mm-hmm. His yeah, decision making's good. His skills are good. And um, yeah, again, it's just 
totally bewildering how these guys can, you know, have to wait their turn when they've obviously got so much talent. You wonder how it's not identified. But, uh, you know, like, he's a he's one of our best users of the footy, I can say. Yeah, absolutely. Um, just shows so much poise. Um, yeah, obviously gave him votes. I, I think, um, you know, he played an excellent game for us and, uh, yeah, showed that, showed that again. So, uh, loving your work, Marto. Uh, Tex Wanganin, he, he had a real tough game, mate. He, every time he was going to get the ball, um, the umpires would blow the whistle and he'd have to hand it back. But, um, yeah, he... Yeah, his Zendefa was there, you know, with the three tackles, but just the two possessions on the night, uh, on the day, sorry, I keep saying night, but day, yeah. Um, yeah, so, you know, it'll be interesting to see what the coaching committee do if they want to stick with him and, and build his confidence in the senior side or if they say, you know, um, let's give him four games in the VFL to, to, to develop still. But, um, yeah, which way would you go with that, mate? Well, personally, I'd I'd continue with him. I, I thought, you know, like that forward pocket roll is so difficult, mate. And particularly when you look at it realistically, he played 66% of the game time. So he wasn't playing the, the whole game down there. But the one thing I really liked about his game, James, is um, that tackling intent. And, you know, when he tackles, like he's only a small bloke, but he, he tackles to hurt. And I think that needs to be rewarded. Um, yeah, particularly, you know, what I mentioned earlier, you got... You know, blokes like Braden Ham, you played 80% of the game time with zero tackles. Um, and you, you look at the number of blokes who you did have, um, yeah, like very low tackle numbers. And and you think, you know, this bloke, he's, he's showing that real intent. Like, no, he's not getting a lot of the footy, but, you know, it's his, what, second game really of um, of AFL level footy. Um, and, yeah, he, he just wants to... <laughs> He wants the football game, um, and I think that needs to be uh, rewarded. It'll come for him. Um, you know, he'll be able to read the play because I think, you know, one thing he has shown is whenever he does, um, you know, have the ball in his hand, he's just electric. You hear the crowd rise when he's got the um, the footy in his hands and he goes to burst away. Or, um, I think, you know, he's, he's made uh, for the big time his um, – yeah, his ability to perform at the highest level will come. Uh, and I'm not sure whether, like, uh, obviously there's a place for um, VFL footy, but I'm not sure if he'll get the same out of playing VFL as he would, um, you know, trying to, I suppose, prove his prove his wares um, at AFL level footy. So I'd love to see him stay in, but absolutely when you look at the stat sheet and he's got two disposals to his name, you could understand why the... Um, coaching group would want him to drop back and perhaps uh, find a bit more footy at VFR level. But, uh, yeah, I, I still like him uh, as low as his output currently may be. Yeah. And uh, another return to form or return to action, basically, is mm. Alec Waterman. Um, he had a great game. Uh, like, again, only the 10 disposals. Uh, but, you know, had some really important uh, shots at goal. You know, kicked those two nice goals. And, um, you know, like, I think he's a player that needs to be in our side, mate. Um, he, you know, we haven't got a lot of reliable goal kickers, and he's one of them. Yeah, mate. And I think you know, whenever you're getting a couple of goals out of forwards there, that's a that's a pretty good return. Could have had a, a couple more, um, and he does seem to be covering the ground a lot better. So that preseason of running, uh, yeah, that's been widely reported, seems to be playing. Uh, 
good dividends. Um, so um, I did like his uh, his intent uh, to um, you know really really hunt the footy. Uh, you know, he had eight score involvements in the end. So I think it wasn't just his own goals that was important, but, um, you know, really getting others in, uh, you know, more dangerous positions, uh, had the four contested um, uh, disposals. But, um, yeah, I thought it was a it was a good return for him. And, um, yeah, certainly uh, look forward to him uh, continuing to, yeah, solidify his spot there and certainly provides another point of difference uh, in that forward there, forward line, where we're um, yeah, pretty uh, bereft of, of other um, yeah, goal-kicking options, as you said. So, yeah, I thought a decent return from Alec Waterman. Well, that's it, isn't it, mate? We got through. That's them. Yeah. Um, just a, some final things uh, in closing. Um, obviously, the VFL boys or the men uh, went down by five goals you know, to Frankston, which is... A little bit disappointing, um, you know, but uh, you know, we've still got some good development time. We saw um, Aaron Francis kick three goals. Um, Patrick Boss kicked three goals, mate, um, in pleasing um, signs. Mm. Um, he looks like a bit of a beast, mate, if you've, if you've seen him before. But, um, yeah, I was watching the game um, on my phone being uh, live at Marvel. Um, it got arrived there about 12.10 and, um, so I still had an hour to kill, and it was good uh, when the game started. I, I could um, watch the first quarter or most of the first quarter, and um, yeah, Tipper was in everything in the first quarter, and ended up with seventeen disposals and a goal. So um, yeah, looking forward to you know, Tipper to keep building up his uh, fitness base and hopefully uh, be an entry to the Bombers senior side you know, sooner rather than later. Yeah, Bruce. I mean, not good to hear the, the loss, but it's good to hear Tipper up and about. Um, and to hear the um, you know, performances of you know Francis and um, those guys in particular. So um, yeah, I, um, I'll be interested to see how long it takes you know for Francis to work his way back into the side. Whether they want to show him um, you know a more consistent vein of form from him. But um, no, it's good to good to see the boys. Um, you know, really, uh, I suppose, pile their trade and if they can uh, yeah, create more. Uh, I suppose selection wise for the coaches, all the better. And um, our VFL women, mate, they've been killing it and they've uh, won again. So uh, well done to them. They're really leading the way. Um, you know, I think they had another large win. So uh, that's a, and again, another um, good basis for our new AFLW side that's um, you know, heading, going to be entering the competition next season. Um, that's it, mate. Um, so, uh, till next week, uh, go Bombers. Go Dons.